Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Quite a bunch of stuff going on in Lakers and uh, not all of it great. I don't think very much of it is even good, but there is a ton to get to coming off of the long weekend uh, and we're going to do all that. So you have the Anthony Davis injury update, you have uh, the Lakers facing a pivotal game five. You have uh, the Clippers came back and tied their series, so we can't even laugh at the Clippers anymore. Uh, but we're going to get through this. We're going to start your day off on a positive note, uh, and and we're going to get ourselves ready for a giant game day later this evening. First and foremost, all eyes are going to be on Anthony Davis's groin. That came out wrong. Phrasing sucks. I'm going to ask Jen, given the news that it is a grade one strain for Anthony Davis, my, my, my wife, Dr. Jennifer Irwin, DPT, CPT, PCH, all, all, the, all that good stuff, uh, I'm going to ask her what, what the differences between the grade one strain are and uh, between grade two and grade three, and then, and then whether this is going to be something that is going to affect him the rest of the postseason. So first off, let me just explain that I am Jennifer Irwin, PT, DPT, that's it. PT, meaning I am a licensed physical therapist, DPT, meaning I am a doctor of physical therapy. So now that we've got that set, so there are three different types of grades of strains. Grade one being the most minor, grade three being the most severe. Grade one basically means that you stretched the muscle, you caused a little bit of irritation, a little bit of inflammation, you're going to have some very minor swelling possibly. Uh, Grade two is a little bit more severe, you will see some minor tearing of the muscle fibers. This can usually put somebody out up to about two months, sometimes longer depending on which muscle it is that you've damaged. And then grade three is the most severe and nine times out of 10 usually requires surgery. This is when the muscle completely ruptures. It can rupture somewhere in the muscle belly, meaning in the middle of the muscle, or it could also rupture pulling the tendon from the bone. The tendon is what connects the muscle to the bone. So a grade three, you are most likely going to need surgery meaning you will most likely be out for a year. Now, given that they've diagnosed Anthony Davis with a grade one strain of his groin muscle, which I am assuming is one of two muscles, it's either called the the adductor, excuse me, or the gracilis, um, though that will likely cause him to be out three to four weeks. I doubt it would be any longer than that, but... And by, and by out, you mean this is something that he's going to be dealing with for three to four weeks. He's, he's, he's considered day-to-day right now. Right, yeah. So he will probably sit, um, if it were, again, I'd have to see how, you know, the MRI and everything. Um, but if I were a, a betting woman, I would say probably sitting on the bench for roughly three weeks. Um, and then depending on his rehab, and is this the first time that he has injured, had this injury? Yeah. 
Okay. So given that it's his first injury, he's likely to recover quicker, meaning that this likely will not become a chronic issue. Um, is it on the same leg as the Achilles injury? It was his calf, but I believe that was on the other leg. So that also works in his favor as well. If it were the same leg, then he might be dealing with a more chronic issue, but I don't see this being a long-term problem for him. Again, it just depends on his rehab. It depends on, you know, if he strains it again, which we hope that he doesn't. We hope that he sticks to his rehab. He does his stretching, does good warm-ups before games, during practices, and then does a proper cool down at the end of games and practices and ices when necessary. So there you have it. Seems like it's the kind of thing that might kind of bug him if it doesn't keep him out outright. Shouts to the smarter part of the Irwin equation here. (laughs) One thing that was kind of enlightening, though, from the Lakers aspect here is they are really focused on getting him back on the court. Anthony Davis, that is. He they the the one anonymous voice coming from the Lakers here says basically a fifty percent AD is still a a better option than the other players on the roster. And and to a certain extent you kinda have to agree, but it's also it, it also goes a long way in, in telling you, well, this is how the Lakers are are going to deal with this injury and and uh, deal with with his bumps and bruises along the way here, just trying to survive this postseason before everybody can have something closer to a longer off season where everybody can kind of actually recover from the last like twenty four months of basketball that everybody's been playing. The Lakers do have a game though tonight, and it's the kind of game that. Gives you the the butterflies in the stomach. Anthony Davis is banged up. Chris Paul started looking better over the course of the last game. He even said he's back. So according to my rule, Chris Paul's shoulder is perfectly fine now. Uh, LeBron James is starting to ramp up as well. We saw at the end of that game him start to realize, oh, I, I guess I'd really have to, to hit it into high gear here. And the Lakers made a bit of a run. They had a, a tough turnover, and then and then Dennis Schroeder missed a, a layup that that basically sealed it for the Suns. But it's going to be really interesting to see how Frank Vogel handles the rotations with with LeBron needing as much space as possible, playing Andre Drummond, playing Montrez Harrell. Uh, it gets kind of difficult there. So it's going to be interesting to see if Marcus Gasol gets more minutes, if they get more Markeith Morris in there. Uh, if the if the Lakers go with the multiple guard lineups with a a big in there, if it's if it's Drummond, w- w- how they how they handle this next game is really going to be interesting, because as we've seen, Frank Vogel is is willing to press whatever buttons he has to press on this roster in a desperate situation like this. We just haven't seen the Lakers in this desperate of a situation in the Frank Vogel era. Or, or even in the LeBron James era. Last year, they got up 3-1 on all of the teams that they that they faced. And this year, it's, it's, it's a different situation altogether. So how they handle this is going to go a long way in telling us uh, about this team and, and all of that. Uh, we do have one more report to get to regarding Andre Drummond that really caught my eye. So apparently the Lakers don't see uh, Andre Drummond as just a one half of a year rental. 
they're looking beyond this season with him, and (laughs) that makes me a little nervous. Can't lie. Because what that means is if they're reluctant to to ruffle Andre Drummond's feathers with promises that were made when he came over, uh, that makes them a potential lesser team. And as we've been talking all along here, now look, Andre Drummond has been playing pretty well, especially this series. I There isn't much you can complain about with Andre Drummond. I'm just talking about, in principle, the notion of assigning promises and assigning roles uh, that that don't exist in a in the meritocracy that you hope sports to be, and if that is the case here, the Lakers don't have the margin for error that they had last year to where they can fulfill some of those promises. So with Anthony Davis potentially out, with Chris Paul starting to get healthy, with LeBron still kind of working his way back up to a hundred percent, this is uh, this is this is going to be really interesting. I think it's going to give us a real look at the character of this organization, uh, depending on what they're willing to or not willing to do in order to appease a player who should be looked at as just a a few months long rental. All that said, I did just have Aaron Larsoul uh, from the official Lakers podcast and, and, and he has spent a ton of time. He has some really good connections with the Lakers and he says that the Lakers are still not just confident that they can win, but the Lakers as an organization feel like they should win this series no matter the the injury situation. They just think so long as LeBron is healthy, they think there's enough talent on this roster to be able to figure things out and win this series and then hopefully get Anthony Davis back the, the deeper they get into the postseason. But if you are having doubts, and I can understand why, uh, you can, you, you know, you now have some context. If you listen to the, uh, to yet today's episode of the Anthony Irwin show, there's plenty of context here to, to, to make you a little bit more optimistic on, on this matchup tonight and then moving forward as well. That's going to do it though, for this episode of the Lakers lowdown, get yourselves ready. Tonight's going to be a bloodbath. This is going to be a, a, a season defining game here. I believe for the Lakers and for the Suns for that matter. And, and these kinds of games is usually where LeBron shows out and reminds everybody, nope, yeah, I'm still that dude. So get yourself in front of a TV, get yourself to Staples Center if you have a ticket, get yourself there safely. No matter how it is that you're getting ready for this game, please, please be safe, please be smart, please treat everybody well, and please, Lakers, take care of business. <laughs>